0: Hey guys, King Kyrie here at the Age of the Millennial, and right now I'm just putting this at the uh, beginning of all of my um, segments with my special guests on the um, topic of ideal beauty in America. What you have heard from my special guests throughout this series are their own personal testimonies regarding their own personal experiences. Please don't ridicule them for things that they have said and the things that they believe because beliefs and opinions are our own and they should not be judged harshly. What they have said is how they feel and we should validate how they feel. If you disagree, turn it off, don't listen. But if you agree, please, 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 feel free to share your story and talk about your your own personal testimony because that's how we get these conversations started and the healing process can begin. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to me and my special guests talk about the ideal beauty and body type that America has sort of forced on itself. It's sad that this is where we become, th- that this is what we've become, but hopefully we can sort of get around this, get over this, and make ourselves better and stronger for it. Peace out for now, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you. everyone it's king Kyrie here at the age of the millennial and i'm here with my special guest who she happens to be my mom say hello mom hello (laughs) all righty and so this is a continuation of the whole body image and the idea of beauty in america and so she's not a millennial she's a gen xer but she's had the unique perspective of watching as time has progressed the evolution of how people who are bigger have been perceived in the nation. So mom, going back to when you were a child, how did people perceive fat people or people that are perceived as like overweight?
1: They perceive them as being unhealthy and they think it's a joke. Um, I've been heavy since like eight years old and I was treated very badly in middle school.
0: Talk, can you talk about that, go into further detail?
1: In middle school, I was walking down the hall, and I was in a group of kids that I thought were my friends. And we were walking down the hall, and I had on this nice dress, and I thought that I looked great. But the girl that I thought was my best friend pulled my dress over to my head with like a 100 people in the hallway. So I was heartbroken, and we never were friends after that.
0: I didn't, even, I didn't even know that story. Out of all the stories you've told me, I don't think you've ever told me that story. And I, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I, I can understand, you know, being in middle school, how that must have really messed with you.
1: Yeah.
0: What yeah, are some yeah. miscon? Huh? Go ahead. No, no, continue. Yeah,
1: it, it, it still makes me cry today.
0: So you never really got over that? No. Uh, well, as your son, not not as the host but as your son i'm asking you not to forgive her because you want to forgive her but forgive her for yourself for your own mental health because you should not be crying over that kind of stuff i've I've got stuff that i've done in my past too that you know i feel guilty about but i'm letting myself forgive myself for all of those things and so you should forgive her because it doesn't, you can't stop that mom. Okay, thank you. When it comes to, um, I don't know, some of the things that you were able to do that people didn't expect from you because of your weight. Cause I know you told me some stories that people were surprised you could do certain things because you were heavy set. What were those things? And what, like, how did it make you feel proving these people wrong?
1: one of the main things was people would like tap me on my shoulder and take off running not thinking that i could chase them and i caught up to one of these people one time and like punched them out
0: (laughs) was it like the time in summer camp when someone took your glasses
1: oh yeah and i whooped her butt yeah
0: tell that story in its entirety i i I would like you to tell people so they get sort of a, an idea of who you are as a person.
1: Okay, I was in, I was like six years, six or seven years old, and my mother sent me, my sister, and my cousin Belinda to Camp Tonaduna. They put me in the group with the six-year-olds, of course, and there was me as the only African-American heavy said, and there was probably the rest were all Caucasian little girls and my glasses are my life because I've been wearing them since I was two years old. Mm -hmm. So one of the children took my glasses and hid them as a joke and I didn't find that joke funny I found out who it happened to and I slammed her in the door (laughs) and then I beat her up under the bed
0: (laughs) And, and what happened? Like, how did that whole situation resolve itself?
1: Well, the camp, the camp counselor came in to find out what was going on. And I told him that she stole my glasses and I can't find them. And the camp counselor found them. Where were they? They were in her bed.
0: Mm. Well, lesson learned. So do you believe that because of your, your weight that you were picked on a lot? Yes, very much so. Why do you think that is? What do you think it was back then that made people pick on people who were heavier?
1: Because they feel that I can't defend myself because I would run out of breath or I would stumble and fall. But they were dealing with the wrong one with this one.
0: (laughs) Do you believe back then versus now that people who are heavier have an easier time being bigger?
1: Yes, I do. Why? I think it's because I don't care what people think about me.
0: But not you personally, like for a society as a whole, do you think people who are bigger have it easier?
1: Well, I guess it's different for me because I'm in a wheelchair, but no, I don't think most have it easier. Like for one instance, when we went to um, Cedar Point, in Ohio, the, I was ready to get on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. They would not let me get on the I was too fat.
0: Mm. And they were
1: the, scared that the good gear wouldn't hold me. They were scared that the what? The gear wouldn't hold me. The thing over your shoulder that you put down over your shoulders.
0: Yes. And that's something I'd like people to understand. Um, when it comes to people that are heavier, we talk about ableism and sexism. But we have, I don't even know what you call it, I mean people say it's body shaming, but we as a culture body shame people by not uh, building stuff that they can get on, that they can fit in. Because, I'm sorry, there are certain places where you go to and it's so hard for me to sit down. And I weigh 180 something pounds, I'm considered by some to be skinny but yet for whatever reason if i were just a little bit bigger these places would be very uncomfortable like sitting on an airplane in coat is very uncomfortable for me so imagine being bigger and having to sit on an airplane
1: yes i usually have to get a seatbelt extender on airplanes
0: and that to me makes no sense like why not make the seat belts just a little bit longer why do people have to ask for an extra seatbelt? Because if you notice the trend, there are more people that are suffering from heart disease and heart attacks and things like that due to diet and things like that. But yet nothing is really changing to accommodate for that. And I know that people are probably listening to this saying, well, they should probably, you know, eat better. But for me, i don't eat poorly i don't eat fried foods i don't consume dairy and i still manage to gain weight and people don't understand that if you take a look at our food the ingredients in some of our quote-unquote healthier stuff is not as healthy as it would be or should be if you go to another country basic things such as oats have more additives and things like that that make the oats that we are given here in america less healthy than the oats that are given to say canada Mexico or Europe and that's me blows my mind doesn't that sound crazy yes and so huh and Kyrie as
1: you know I'm King Kyrie as you know in 2016 I was down to 150 pounds yes but I felt like a crackhead I felt too skinny I was not comfortable in my skin you did
0: look sickly You look like a skeleton, yes, I I agree. But we also have to tell people that you didn't lose the weight due to exercise. You lost the weight because you got sick. And that's something that I think needs to be stated because um, there's no problem with getting healthy as long as you get healthy the right way. You weren't healthy when you got skinny. You You almost died. Yeah. And that's not the way to lose weight but
1: I'm happy at the weight
0: that I am now. I don't think there's a problem with um, the way you look either. I don't have a problem with people who are overweight, but for whatever reason, and would you agree that society does? Yes. Who do you think has a harder time when it comes to body image, men or women? I think women.
1: Why? Because women have this, have this idea that they have to be perfect size, perfect hair, perfect face, and everything. And they should just live their life. But, cool.
0: but who projects that on women?
1: Other women.
0: Okay, so if that's what you believe, why is it that... And who, who are they doing it for? So if other women are projecting this idea of beauty, in your opinion... Who are they doing it for are they doing it for themselves or are they doing it to tear each other down or who is it for
1: they're doing it to to make other women make them look good They like i gotta look better than the next lady
0: so it's almost like a competition in your opinion
1: yeah in my opinion i agree
0: that it's a competition that is a
1: competition
0: how do you think that has shaped the male gaze when it comes to uh, objectifying women
1: Man, I don't. That's a hard question for me. Why? You know, I have a lot of gay friends. <laughs> I think I think I'm more comfortable with the with the gay friends than the not gay friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but but, so also okay. So it's like you don't under you don't understand or you don't have the experience to uh, talk on like men objectifying women because you don't have any men in your life that objectify women your son included right okay so i'll take that because uh when it comes to i don't know i i i don't know i don't know where i was going with that last point well i do but i didn't want to say what i was going to say so swerve i was going to bring up uh, you know bryce but no i'm not i'm not bringing him into this (laughs) okay so when it comes to men you say that women have it harder do you think men have it hard if they're overweight
1: not as not as much as women they do have it hard per se but I think more men are more carefree like I don't care what, that, what they think
0: why do you think that why do you think along those lines
1: because I've been with heavy men and I've been with skinny men And I know, I know, I've I've been boyfriend with, girlfriend with all of that kind. But the skinny men are like, they think they're more important. I don't know, I don't know how to say it.
0: No, no, I know, I get where you're going with this. So you've got uh, the bigger men who will say outward, I don't care what you think. And you have the skinny men who say I'm skinny, so therefore I have more value. Right, exactly. But when it comes to the heavier men, you know, proclaiming that they don't care, do you believe that they're trying to convince other people or they're trying to convince
1: themselves? Well, what my friend in particular, I think he was trying to convince himself. Because later in years, after we broke up and everything, he went and got a gastric bypass surgery. Ah.
0: And so do you believe that um, the shame or whatever he was feeling made him say that continuously, but then when there was an option to become skinny and to be that ideal, he took it to make himself feel better. Right, correct. Okay. Um, I had a thought, and it was more along the lines of emotions and the things that men in our society seem unable to do, like expressing how they truly feel. So with women being overweight it's not unfashionable unfashionable for them to cry about it if they're, if they're being teased if they're being made fun of but a boy who is bigger and he is you know crying because he's being made fun of do you think that those two struggles are the same
1: yes they are Very
0: but much so. but when the boy is told to stop crying because boys aren't supposed to cry do you think that Sort of correlates to why men, you believe, don't suffer from you know the idea of being you know out of shape, being overweight, and being liked by society.
1: Well, in my opinion, I've never, I never believed that boys are not supposed to cry because they're human beings.
0: Well, no, but, I know, I know about you because you raised me. But I'm talking about from a societal standpoint. Do you believe that Americans are of the mind that boys are not supposed to cry?
1: Um yeah I guess and so
0: do you believe that that sort of shapes their attitudes when it comes to them suffering from being mistreated for being overweight yes and so do you think that that can possibly play into your beliefs about you know who has it harder because you don't hear the men complaining about it because they're told not to complain at such a young age that you believe that women have it harder right Okay. Well I'm well I'm I'm not trying to like tell you the answer. I'm trying to see no, what I know. you think.
1: I know, but I'm, I, I'm only can picture this one person that I was with. He he has children. He had his gastric bypass, but he didn't he's not like skinny skinny. He just lost maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty pounds. But I noticed that his children are being they're gaining weight like like their dad mm-hmm. so i was just thinking if the, if his if their dad was talking to them about his feelings and emotions of carrying that much weight
0: if but so do you think that if he was talking to them about it that they would be bigger
1: or i, I don't understand would, i think they would reconsider on their choices of food and choices of snack well
0: perhaps
1: that's but, in my opinion
0: but, well no i understand but a lot of people i believe in this nation as americans don't really know about certain foods and they don't know what's good for them and what's not. Because you have the basic things, like I said, like oats, but then you also have corn and then uh, fake sugars, like high fructose corn syrup. People don't really know how bad the stuff is for your body, for your metabolism, for a lot of things. And it's in everything from breads to sodas to sometimes even ice cream and ketchup. Right. And so we talk about, you know, eating healthy, but some of our healthier options are garbage. And so even if a parent does say, hey, you know, you got to watch what you eat, they don't really understand what that means. The parent doesn't.
1: So how do you feel about vegan?
0: I personally don't believe uh, when it comes to diets that you should nay meat out because we have incisors for a reason we're omnivores you know telling uh, us to only eat vegetarians are like saying monkeys shouldn't eat meat i was of the mind that monkeys were vegetarians until i was what seven or eight and i was watching the discovery channel yeah we saw we watched the discovery channel and that that spider monkey was hunting baby squirrels i was so surprised they showed that spider monkey y'all He waited for a mother squirrel to leave her nest and went and started eating her babies. I was so shocked and I cried because the first thing he did was he picked up a baby squirrel and it was squirming and he bit its head off. Wow. Yeah. So I was surprised, but that that I'm going off the uh, beaten path here, but I don't believe in being vegan. I don't believe in being vegetarian. But that's not to say I don't feel sympathy for the animals we eat so i don't want anyone coming for me saying oh but well, what about these poor animals in cages no trust me i get it i don't believe that the way that we treat animals in this country uh when it comes to food is appropriate but that's for a, a later podcast uh, what we're talking about now is body image and so when it comes to television mom how do you see heavier people being treated and portrayed? in uh television and movie and film
1: well in television the one show that i absolutely adored was mike and molly mm-hmm. because they were both heavy set actors and they were showing how heavyset actors act and so forth but what made them go off the air which i felt was kind of weird is jennifer mccarthy she lost a, hundred, a bunch of weight and she melissa melissa McCarthy, yeah was uh skinny so they felt that the show should be off the air and i didn't understand that at all
0: because that goes to my point uh stereotypes in the media you have two types of i'm gonna say fat or obese people in the media they are the jolly happy ones that are always the butt of everyone's joke which was mike and molly but then you have the overstuffed overindulged villains like in Greek uh, movies and you've got like uh, the kingpin um, personalities where they're overstuffed. It shows like a sort of gluttony about them. Those are the two main types when it comes to uh, overweight or fat people in media and since she broke that, since she broke that mold and decided she was going to lose the weight to be healthy for herself they decided to take her show away from her. Right. And so she, she was no longer the stereotype of the fat, funny person to be made fun of. Because I did, I caught a few episodes and some of the things that they were having the audience laugh at to me, wasn't funny. It was sad. The whole idea of her walking up and down the stairs because something was wrong and she was trying to do laundry or something. And she was out of breath, walking up and down the stairs and sweating. That to me, wasn't funny. And the audience was made to laugh at how out of breath she was. And that to me isn't, it's not cool.
1: Yeah, they they had a lot of those
0: kind of jokes. Yes, and like King of Queens. So I want to talk about this and I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to how to say this without being like sort of angry about it. Americans whatever for whatever reason don't care when um the husband's fat. But if the woman's fat, it's a problem. So you've got the King of Queens, where the woman is skinny and attractive, and the husband's overweight. That's cool. That kind of, um, you know, a relationship can happen on television and movies. But how often do you see the reverse, where the woman is overweight and the man is super skinny? Uh, I'm thinking, I don't think
1: there, I don't think there is any.
0: Exactly. There are very few. So I think there was a, a movie, um, I don't know her name. She's blonde. Amy, I think, not Amy Poehler. Um, oh, I know, I
1: know one show. Freshman what, to, to Bel the husband was fat.
0: Yes, he was bigger and the wife was skinny, but right. here's the kicker about that wait no 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 mom yeah no that no the first prince that it was the same mold where the husband was bigger and the wife was skinny but okay, that's right
1: I'm, that's, shoot, I'm sorry
0: but so here's the thing so you've got um the Fresh Prince is one family matters you have um King of Queens you've got uh the Simpsons family guy you've got um what's what's that show the Cleveland show um you've got so many others i'm think trying to think where the the man is bigger and the wife is skinny and for whatever reason we're supposed to accept that but whatever and then even in family Guy they made the joke fat um men aren't fat only fat women are fat and that's when yes because they made the joke because lois started gaining weight because peter refused to sleep with her because he had a vasectomy and he's like i don't i'm not interested in having sex anymore so she got bigger and then um, she started making fun of him. Was like, well, you're fat too. And he's like, fat men aren't fat. Only fat women are fat. And then she just got offended and started gaining more and more weight. And that's a trend in media where the right. fat man isn't fat. It's not, his weight is not a, a point of objection. But when right. the woman becomes fat, they're like, whoa, she gained weight. Like when Kelly Clarkson gained weight, people made fun of her all day, every day, and I'm like, "What the fuck, you guys?" On Family Guy, in the same stroke, it talked about uh, the Voice because Kelly Clarkson became a judge on the Voice, and Stewie's like, "I would uh, pick whichever uh, judge turned around, but I'm uh, hoping Kelly would turn around. But hers, I'd have to wait a bit, a little bit longer because she's bigger. Trying to say that her chair would take longer to turn around because it has to work harder because she's bigger. Wow." yeah and so that to me just made no sense then you've got you know Bob's Burgers where Bob's bigger and then Linda's uh, skinnier and an episode where one of her friends lost weight and she felt Linda felt the need to lose weight even though she wasn't big to begin with so I think that but you know
1: who else they make fun of who they make fun of Adele when she was big yep they talked about her and talked about her Now that she's little they still talking about her
0: yeah she's like oh she lost too much weight they they, they want to find a reason to pick at them and yeah, i don't exactly. understand why because let, let's see um can we name a couple of guys that got big uh val kilmer i think was one and we do you, know, you even know who that is
1: that sounds familiar but refresh my memory
0: he uh played in a lot of like movies the one that i'm thinking of is batman uh forever with Nicole okay, Kidman. Yeah, you
1: talking about. Yeah.
0: And so um he got big, but people don't really talk about that. Um who else? There it, it, it's so hard to think of people who men who were bigger or were skinny and then got big because it doesn't it doesn't seem to be a problem, but whenever a woman does it, it blows up. It like goes yeah, crazy. It's
1: all over the nose and everything.
0: Yeah, like when Beyoncé got bigger, when Janet Jackson got bigger, um, that was a huge one. Um, and then you've got so many uh comedians, and I'm not trying to you know rag on the black po- folks, but we constantly make fun of our own women, in the way of Medea, in the way of Big Mama's house. You have Skinny Black, and then you have Norbit. Not Norbit. Is it Norbit? You know that was the name of the show. Yes. I so think. then you you have like Eddie Murphy, and then you have the Clumps, of course. Uh making fun of bigger black women and then stereotyping them. Right. And so I do see how women can have it harder when it comes to media and when it comes to um, their own personal self image because they're being constantly reminded that even if the guy is fat, you have to be skinny. Right. Isn't that sad?
1: That is sad.
0: And and we haven't come far enough, in my opinion. But that's that's neither here nor there. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I know I, I sort of monopolized the conversation at the end.
1: Well, what I what I'd like to add is, if you think about our family on Mama's side of the family,
0: mm-hmm. most
1: the women are bigger than not.
0: Yes, I so I it's will more say. Like a
1: family trait.
0: I wouldn't say it's a family trait. It's more along the lines of um, more of our our culture because you have certain cultures that don't believe in skinny. Right. They they believe that, you know, the healthier you are, I mean, the bigger you are, the healthier you are to an extent. They don't believe in obesity, but they don't also believe in being super skinny and like twig-like. That was very much a... um, And, you know european anglo sort of ideal and it sort of spread around the
1: world well like my my mom and your grandmother her philosophy is you don't have to be hungry to eat that's true
0: i get that but we can talk about her fat shaming hey, uh, you you're, you're you're laughing but i can't stand it going out to eat with her y'all right my, my grandmother my mom's mother would literally we'll be out to eat i'll be talking in the middle of a sentence and she'll stop us and she'll hey look at that one walking in and we'll turn and look and it's a bigger person walking in and it kills me every time i look at her like she's fucking crazy it's like why would we want to stop and objectify and make fun of someone who comes in and mom tell the listeners right now is your mother skinny
1: she's never been skinny
0: well well, i wouldn't say never but but she
1: thinks she thinks her size is skinny and my size isn't it's her mental personality or opinion
0: yes well for those listening my grandmother's a double xl that may not be skinny uh or may not be big to some but to put things into perspective she was a large when i moved up here six years ago And it kills me how she can call the uh, kettle black every single time. That pot upstairs is getting bigger and bigger, y'all. And she thinks, uh, I'm sorry, she thinks it's funny. And I can't stand people that fat shame people because there's a lot of people out there who have a thyroid condition, whose metabolisms are slower. Like my metabolism slow as fuck. Like I don't eat bad, but if I were to go on a, uh, like a poor eating kick, if I were to say eat fried food three or four days in a row, I would gain 10 to 15 pounds. And that's, wow. yeah. And, and I, I've tested it before because I'm like, maybe I should see what it's like. And I, I tested, I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, holy shit. Like my my shorts don't fit right, my pants don't fit right. And then I go back to my original diet and then my everything just starts getting a little bit, a little bit more loose in the waist. And it's crazy to think about how food Can do that to you in just three to four days, but that's beside the point. At at this point, it's it's sad regardless. I'm sorry that you've dealt with what you've dealt with, and anyone else out there who's dealt with you know being called something out of their name for their body weight for their body image. I apologize for those who have not apologized to you for
1: it. Thank you so much, St- Ky- Kyrie.
0: You can call me Stacy. People call me both of them, but my listeners know that Stacy's my first name, but I go by my middle name, which is Kyrie. Okay. <laughs> All right. I love you.
1: I love you too. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.